Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents And One, a weekly podcast about the National Basketball Association, keeping you up to date with professional basketball players, games, and headlines across the league. Here are your hosts, Josh Counts and Aiden Butler. The And One podcast starts now. Welcome back to the N One Podcast, Episode Five. Here on this kind of chilly, uh, yeah, it's a little chilly. Also, you know, no clouds in the sky. Also, on this fine November twentieth day here, Thanksgiving Eve in the year of twenty twenty three. Yeah, it is, which is kind of sneaking up on me. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of like because I have a big Thanksgiving weekend, but like this weekend for some reason, it's kind of oh shoot, it's this week. That's that's what it has been for me, kind of for the most part. But. Yeah. Joined by, you know, your, of course, your two hosts here today, once again, Josh and Aiden, and then Doc is with us once again, and then first time on and one this season when it comes down to, or this NBA season, I'll say uh, Jack Miller, Jack Miller joining us, member of the Roman, actually, not just a member. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. hold up, yeah, no, nah. got we, got, we got the director, sports director, Jack Miller, the man, the myth. The legend. Sound bites go crazy. You're, Sound bites. That's easily the best intro I probably ever anybody gotten. will ever get, especially when it comes to this show. <laughs> uh, but we're going to go ahead and dive right into some of this stuff. Opening up segment one with you guys, uh, big boy Draymond Green. Now, Draymond Green, now we know who he is, what he is. We know all that. Back on Tuesday... Uh, was kind of a while ago, but first time we were able to talk about it here on the podcast. Uh, Jack, we'll start with you. Back on Tuesday, you know, Draymond taking on the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. No uh, Steph Curry in that one as well. And Draymond not even, I don't even think it was four minutes into the game. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. It might have been Louis. Like, nah, I think, <laughs> it, was yeah, so I think it was right away. away. I, yeah. uh, altercation between... Help me out. It's, it's, that's the that's, that's Jaden McDaniel, right? Not yes. yeah. Are oh, you talking about the one between I get Jaden and Jalen yeah, mixed yeah. up sometimes? Oh yeah, him yeah. and Clay got went at it, yeah. and so, obviously that led to Gobert and yeah, him and Clay <laughs> started beefing mid court early in the game. You're like, all right, guys, what possibly could have happened for ten seventeen this beef to be so deep where you're pulling each other's jersey this early in the game? And then not the, even two minutes. Yeah, and then Draymond sees that. <laughs> <laughs> he wants ever, all the smoke. I don't know what he wants. You ever seen Baby Boy? Hood <laughs> <Her> classic. <laughs> Melvin versus Jody. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a crazy situation. Apparently, Draymond said that he that Gobert was going at. Uh, he, he okay. It was going at Clay's neck, literally. Oh, it, it wasn't the neck, so to speak. I guess it, it could look like the neck if you're Draymond. You're short. You're looking at a tall dude, but. What okay? First off, Rudy should just went to his teammate. Uh, he should have went to what's the homeboy name? Uh, McDaniel's. McDaniel's. Yeah, Jaden McDaniel's. He should went to Jaden McDaniel's. Got him when him and Clay was still tussling and bustling. So then Gobert comes around. Clay wraps his arms around him. Draymond obviously sees that. Goes. I gotta protect my teammate. Puts him in the uh, MMA chin hole lock, like the the WWE Cobra clutch, like and then start (laughs) dragging him off, like John Wick style. I I want to get my jokes off before we really to break this down. I I have so many jokes to get off. Like obviously the baby boy Melvin and Jody was the top, but like yo come on, like did y'all see Cat and Ant not help (laughs) Gobert? Help him! Like that's what like if you ever saw a baby boy, that's what Jody was screaming. Like he, that's what Melvin like. Yeah, call your mama. That's what Gold Bear was doing. Calling Cat, he's like Cat, 
Cat wasn't coming to help him, which led Patrick Beverly, former Minnesota Timberwolves and Cat teammate, say, yo, Cat, I taught you better than that, bro. Come on. Cat, Patrick Beverly was talking like talking about Cat like he was the, the, the disappointed father yeah, when exactly. you realize your son not an athlete. Which, Doc, before we hand it over to you, if I'm Cat watching that uh, clip that Pat Bed put out, I'm like, are we serious? But uh, I'm, I'm in ca- in ca- me hang on, hang on. In cast defense, in cast defense, and you, mm-hmm. you and Doc notice as Sixer fans, Cat got choked out by Ben yeah. Simmons. Honestly, I literally would say tapped him out. That uh, Draymond chokehold is probably not the even the best cho- NBA chokehold we've seen in the <laughs> no, past no. three, no. four seasons. Really, when it comes down to it, that was. You know, form wise, you know he was kind of under. No, no, no. He, he, but he really wasn't where like. He nah, I think it, I think it was a good form. Like he had, like he was gritting his teeth. He had the strength on it. He was because like Ant wasn't. Ant gave him more help too. Like Ant didn't do anything. He was just leaning on, for, leaning on top of him. So I'm like, yo, Ant, you gotta like pull him off or. Put your ch- put a choke on it. You gotta yeah. make it a choke train or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> do something. Like just let him choke your teammate. Doc, for you, when this moment kind of arrives, I, I know when this happened, we were both at the Sixers game. I didn't oh, even yeah. see this at the time until it was after midnight because one of the main pages I found on Instagram, uh, Lee Alerts, for some reason, it took them like an hour to load it up, the video. <laughs> so I was like, I just kept hearing about Draymond Green, but I wasn't seeing anything. But then I see it. I see why, okay, he was ejected. Anything surprise you throughout that whole process, really? Yeah, I mean, I... Saw the Twitter notification of when it happened when I was at the game, and I was like, it was like Draymond, you know, chokes Rudy Gobert. I was like, eh, it's probably just for clicks. They're not clicked on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I did not expect. I was like, oh, it's probably like a little scuffle, and then you know, a little bit of a headlock. I didn't know Draymond just had nothing to do with the scuffle. <laughs> he just he had intent. He was waiting for that moment, and uh, the only thing that surprised me is just kind of the the. Funny thing after when you found out Steph Curry wasn't playing and, you know, the joke that Draymond Green doesn't like to play when Steph Curry doesn't play and you saw that and I think even Rudy Gobert said it post game that he was like, he did, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, honestly, I respect that a lot. Rudy Gobert usually is, is a guy getting shoved around and no one put, he doesn't push back. I'm about to say Rudy Gobert, I'm starting to realize I didn't know how unlike Rudy Gobert was in oh, NBA until after the show. And I was like, yo, really? People really don't like this dude. Like, <laughs> what is the issue here with this? I know he got COVID and might spread it around, but what did he actually do? I to piss- about that. He will never live that day. <laughs> yeah. Nah, 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 it was a bad look. It was a bad look. But like, what did he, like, what did, you ever seen a Boondocks episode? And, and he was like, they had that meme, like, what did he do to make them so mad? Yeah. That yeah. really was like me yeah. looking at a Rudy Gobert. Like, what did you do yeah. to piss off the NBA? He, you know, it's a shame too because easily he has been one of the greater defensive players than yeah. the NBA's actually ever seen when you look at it, especially the, in the modern era. Like exactly the numbers that he's putting up, you know, it's a shame. It's just so much of the other stuff that goes on with his career may end up overshadowing that when the time comes. But Draymond Green suspended five games for that, which you know. Between some people you talk to, hey, that's not enough. That's too much. That's just right. Well, we'll go around quickly. If you ask me, five games, eh, Draymond, sounds about right to me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Sounds five right. games there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really. It's not like, look, honestly, I thought maybe it was too much. But since he's a repeat offender, it's. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, this is a little much. But I'm like, it's Draymond. 
Yeah, five games. Is good. Like if, <laughs> like if, um, I don't know, any random NBA player did that tonight, like they would just get nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, they'd get nah, maybe nah, a they fine. Would, I, yeah. I think they would, get a, they would get a fine. I'll be finding a suspension to Draymond. Yeah, I was they shocked probably, that they probably if they happen I mean, tonight, they probably, probably get him one game. Yeah, so. that's you, what I was you got to understand. Adam Silver yeah. is a David Stern baby, so <laughs> like, like he's not as hard on him as David. Like this is David Stern. David Stern would have gave God rest his soul. David Stern would have gave Draymond Green like twenty five games, thirty games, or something like that. Yeah, because it's not that you. It's not that you. Choked him is that you dragged him off until went from center court to baseline with a choke, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But it's just that I thought it was going to be 10 games, honestly, even though I was oh, like, wow. that's excessive. But I because Draymond's a repeat offender, yeah. And I think the big thing about why the suspension was hard, it was like, if you don't give Draymond a suspension for this, like, what, is he gonna keep you know going around the edges of doing bad things until he's finally suspended? So I think. They had to give him a little more than maybe you would if, if it wasn't Draymond. I think five games is just about right. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will say as we wrap this up, that game that Tomp and Green got suspended or ejected, they only lost by three. Uh, they had a dude off the bench whose name I just don't know. And the guy, bench is looking nice. Now he got him young players. Scored 23 points. Uh, honestly, I'm not going to try his name. I just don't know who that is. <laughs> Brandon and his last name starts with the P. I don't know who that guy is, but he had 23 points off the bench, and he seems like another guy that is young and could be doing his thing here for the Golden State Warriors. I'll if one of y'all want to look up that name and give it a try later on. I'll, it, Doc. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like in, I'm like wait, you're the wrong guy. No, number two on oh, the Warriors, yeah. Pod Zemensky. Okay, all right. I was I was see, see Doc's so. a real broadcaster. Yeah, I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> Pod one, one more time. Podzemensky. Seems like they got a young guy coming off the bench there. <laughs> in, in him. That seems like he's going to be able to hold their own now. All right, moving on to the next part of segment one here. Moving on to another California team, the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, of course, ever since the trade, we've talked about it here on the podcast, but ever since the trade for James Harden, uh, they have not been too good. I believe they've only won one game since that trade has happened, and that one game just came the other day. I want to say, yeah, yep. with the James Harden game oh, winner Friday, you know, against yeah, the he, he oh he saved his his legacy with yeah. that one almost. <laughs> see the Clippers. I I don't know if you guys see Clippers fans on social media at all. Oh, I see. Oh I, man, I, I, it's, I it, it's it's a battle. <laughs> it's 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 like Westbrook fans. <laughs> It's Harden fans, Kawhi fans, and like Harden fans have been chilled the last couple of days due to that shot. But uh, Westbrook, I'm, Westbrook, oh man, I'm he's best, going through I'm, it. I'm best friends with a Clipper fan, so I, I know, I, I know how bad it can get. <laughs> now I will say what I liked about this whole thing was Westbrook actually brought up the idea to Ty Lue earlier, or I don't even know if it was directly to Ty Lue, but he had brought up the fact that hey, maybe me going to the bench will you know help the team out a little bit. And for that game, they move him to the bench. You know, his numbers-wise were down a little bit. Only played 17 minutes, really. But, you know, him making that sacrifice for the team, what does that kind of show you guys when it comes down to a Clippers team that hasn't started off the year as good as, you know, they would like to, kind of moving towards that playoff hunt? Anybody can go in any order if you like. I feel like with Westbrook on the bench, it's not a bad idea. It's just... It's just odd because of who Westbrook is. Westbrook likes to be around other guys, at least the past few years, but he plays his best when he can control the ball on his own and pass it off to other people. So him being on the bench and kind of having full control of the bench actually might help the Clippers a lot because this is kind of going back to where Westbrook was 
on the Thunder back when he had his MVP season. He's not going to get a lot of minutes because he's on the bench. Um, but if he's controlling that bench unit, he might actually do the Clippers a benefit with the way he plays. Now, I will tell you. I mean, looking at this Clippers bench, man. They still have not played yeah. both Highland at all. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, we, and honestly, even Amir Coffee's weird because Amir Coffee was a big player We can bring Bones into this. We can bring all the Clipper guys into this. You know, Clippers just came out the other day and said, Bones, you're not a part of our rotation. So you're, what are you doing gonna... with Bones then? Is he, trade, is, is he a trade asset now? I Well, I feel like if Maybe. somebody wants him, they'll they'll go get him because he's not doing anything. Like, he's literally just going to be sitting there. because He already said... You're not a part of the rotation, which I don't if know. If you're not part of the rotation, just put him in the G League. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot I'm of I'm about to say, Bones is still a needs good player. He's, like, yeah, it's a, still, it's still a good, good player. Like, he can still give you some minutes. I mean, he literally was running bench units for the eventual NBA champions. and Yeah. He did a I mean, I watched him in person, that Sixers-Nuggets game, like, two years ago in Philadelphia. He's the only reason we lost that game because he was just he was when letting they, it fly and he, he I know he, he can be a player that isn't always hot obviously he's pretty hot and cold but that's still valuable in a sense that as long as you know when to bench him like that's he's a perfectly fine player to have in your rotation. Speaking of bench as we get back to this uh that Clippers bench as for that game where Westbrook came off of it he was one of four players to come off the bench there. Mm. Um those other three players it's it's rough. Norman Powell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he, he's he played cool. 30 minutes too by the way. Mm. Uh EJ Tucker. Mm. <laughs> 2023, Daniel Tice. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's looking bad. And that, that was—they just got him like four yeah. days ago, didn't they? <laughs> and that was literally it. It's not a bad team, like by name on paper. It's yeah. just—it's just the minutes they're provided. It's and just not strong. When you, when you watch them, it looks bad. Yeah, nah, not, man, they don't pass the eye test, which is weird because they got Hoopers. I mean, yeah, well, that's the issue. They're, they're starting five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the issue. They just got Hoopers who just want the ball and hoop. They don't got anybody to pass is it the ball. Or is it a Ty Lue issue? I think it's both. Oh. The thing is, I think we hit. A, I think we've hit a both. I, I would say I was trying to. Just, it is both. I think Ty Lue has tried to do everything he could for this team, and but the team now with the addition of James Harden is just. Y'all good? Yeah. yeah. I almost dropped the good. But I think the addition of James Harden, it just throws them off. Now, yeah. again, it's still early. They could probably figure it out. We'll see. I I still don't put them ahead of anybody in the West like Denver. No. I, I think you oh. could see that. I could use I think yeah. you could see them in the plan, man. I I got a I got a friend that who's a diehard. Actually, my best friend Mo, who said who's a diehard Clipper friend, said that like, yo, it's eagle, it's going to be first round or playing mm-hmm. for them. And they, they, I mean, they could be a team that figures it out. I mean, yeah, they are. Thank God they got them early. Yeah, they, they have a lot of time. But my problem with this Clippers team, there's not just one. That's I think that's the problem. Is that look, Paul George is a perfectly fine player. He's actually the only one that I maybe don't have issues with because he is perfectly fine off ball he's he's great with the ball as well Kawhi, man I, that guy can't hit a clutch shot to save his life i mean he had to defer to james harden who had to throw up a grenade at the end of the shot clock where did the days go man? i know i mean i came i don't think he's hit a clutch shot since he hit one against us i'm about to say um, in 2019 wasn't there a time when we used to people used to think that and by people i mean one person used to think that kawalin was more clutch than kobe mm. yeah see and then and you look at zubak like he is a he is one of those players that you need to have someone behind him because he's you need to bench him at times. Like you can't you can't really rely on him too much. Harden, I think the thing with Harden is that the problem is that he is useless off ball. 
Back. Which is fine, but they're not giving him the ball, which is another issue. It, it's two issues in one. It's coaching and Harden being useless off ball. Terrence Smith, like, well, he's he fine. Can't, but he can't defend to save his life. Yeah, so he can't. Oh, he's one of the laziest. All he's he's he's. I think he's historically one of the. worst I think defenders. he's the worst off ball defender of all time. I, I I would agree with that. I think on ball he's oh, fine. I think like I'm a Harden fan. I think on ball he's a perfectly fine defender, which leads to his steals and and why he's they lead pretty high on steals. the steals leaderboard like all every year. The Clippers lead the league in steals currently. Yeah, but also you just look at that starting lineup like they can probably figure it out. But you look at the bench. I mean, do PJ Tucker. As a Sixers fan, I was very happy when they got him, but no, he he's is cooked. he 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 can't hit the corner three anymore. He, could. he can't defend in space. He's slow. He's old. He he can't finish layups. Like he doesn't cut. I, I'm, like what does he do? I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, 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 real, real talk, real talk. I'm looking at the bench. Russell Westbrook, Norman Powell, PJ Tucker, Daniel Thesis. Am I missing somebody who who, who will be? Who will be the uh, fifth coming off the bench? Uh, that's the problem. That's the problem. They don't have that. Exactly. Like, even though they don't want you. So, those, and I'm looking at. So. Also, I'm not looking. Which like is weird. They only use like I mean, Norman Powell, I guess, is a guard, but like he can play that three. So, but and I'm Tice can uh, play center. So, that too, yeah. and I'm looking at the four players. They're going to go small ball. That's another thing. They're going to small ball. Oh, PJ Tucker at center, man. <laughs> bring, bring you back to the Rocket days, doesn't it? Yeah, it was it was good when he was on the Rockets, man. But uh, I, I don't know. Where's the scoring going to come from? Went outside of so either Paul George or Kawhi is going to have to stay in the game longer than they normally would. Yeah, expect to play with the bench. So I where's mean, the scoring going to come from? Yeah, and I think their offense just it doesn't look very sound and fun. Like to me, their best route would be letting James Harden run the offense and is it's not James Harden of the old but the Sixers still had a very high offense when he ran the show even though he isn't what he once was but he's still a very productive player and he's still the assist had won the assist title last year but outside the last game he had seven assists but before that I don't think he had more than four assists like I don't know why they're just treating him like he's a off-ball like shooter like he's not a spot he, he hasn't been Ty Lue, I mean, he must must have been slipping in the OKC tape or something uh, when he was on that team. Yeah. Who would you say is the number one option on this team? That's the problem. Honestly, if, uh, I, they I don't know. I would, I'm stuck too. I'm I'd, between, give it to, I'd give it to Paul George. It was, should be Paul George. I, Dude, when, that, you know, you know what gets me mad? That you just reminded me. Whenever he has a good game, he never touches the ball at the end of the game. That's why I said I feel like it should be Paul George as well. And then I started doubting myself because he hit that wedgie against Denver. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, is it? But Kawhi? that's the problem. They, but, they didn't set like anything up for him. Like not even not even like a pin down. Not even like a pin down. They just gave him the ball at half court, and they all ran to the corner with the worst spacing ever. Like I mean, Ty Lue learned from Doc Rivers. That's one thing I, I've I've realized is that that one year of Ty Lue under Doc Rivers might have ruined him as a head coach. He literally jacked the ball up, and I said, "Yo, nobody gonna run a play. Nobody's gonna set a screen for him. <laughs> Nothing. We're just gonna jack it up." At oh, the keep in mind they 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 ran small ball against Jokic, and they were like just openly giving him points. That, I think that's just a sacrifice you're just gonna have to make. Yeah, that's just gonna have to sacrifice. We just have to live with. Like he's just gonna have to make these each, and he tore him apart. Like small ball against Joker is like yeah. heaven for him. Which is weird. PJ Tucker was a good uh, Jokic defender last year, I remember. So now for the Clippers, I'm looking at their roster. So, of course, obviously, Terrence Mann is injured. So at some point, he's going to come back and I guess would be the number two off the bench. Behind, just have to behind be. Westbrook, I guess. They don't, and also, no, they're starting him now. Honest? He came back last game. Oh, also, yeah, he came against the Rockets and they started him over Westbrook. Oh, these, they said oh, now Plumlee is going to get reevaluated. So they're going. These these starters are going to have to play like 
33-ish minutes a game. They're going to have to average that if they want to. And you're asking Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to stay healthy. Exactly, which is the issue. Oh, man, they're they're just – it's just honestly fascinating that the team that doesn't have a first-round pick until 2031, (laughs) like, has no depth and, like, no starting – no centers – Good thing you said that because now we got to bring up another conversation. James Harden's playing for a contract. Kawhi Leonard's contract situation. I don't know. No, they're, Kawhi and PG both have player options after this year. So this this team oh. could this team could be so, Terrence Mann and VJ <laughs> Tucker. So at in best, months. at best, you're I'm banking on the Clippers signing Paul Drews till 2030, <laughs> and they just going to have to play with a bunch of random dudes till then. I mean, luckily they're in LA, and the whole reason that. Paul George and Kawhi are in LA because that's like their home. But, but like this might be bad enough to make them leave their home. Like dog, like the Clippers don't kind of all or nothing for them. At it, this point. it it is, but I feel like when but it comes to free agency too, the the Lakers always win the free agency battle against the Clippers. The Lakers at least get very high value contracts. Like like Rui Hachimura is on a solid deal. Austin Reeves got a little bit less than I thought he was going to get. I mean, even Gabe Vincent, even though he really hasn't been performing, like that's a solid contract. It's at least movable. What's the low contract? Um, I want to say it's twenty million. Is it three years, sixty million? I think it's around think, that twenty million, which right. is not yeah, bad yeah. at all either for D-Lo. It's Not bad, and it's short years, solid money. He's a very good regular season player, and they got guys that you could bench him for. And the only problem is like the Clippers have, like their whole bench. I mean, Westbrook's fine. Look, PJ Tucker. I don't. I he's not even like a one way player anymore. He's cooked. like yeah. he's retired. I'll be surprised if PJ Tucker comes back next season mm-hmm. for active players that are just retiring. Uh, he's got that one year deal, yeah, one year left on his deal, getting like eleven million. Oh, yeah, so he, he might, he might, he'll come back for the final. <laughs> yeah, year, he might That's get it. back. Yeah, D'Lo signed that two year deal, so he's in the first of that two year deal right now. Two years, thirty six mil. Yeah, like that's yeah, that's perfectly fine. Like it's not bad at all. So it, they can work around D'Lo with with mm-hmm. the Lakers, but. It's hard when there's other spotlight where D'Lo kind of had the spotlight where he was performing well. So yeah, Clippers just kind of forced this dream. I also have to ask. I forgot to mention this when we first started talking about the Westbrook thing. Look, I'm a big Westbrook fan, mm-hmm. but did you feel like that maybe Ty Lue went to him, but he made the PR move, or you think he genuinely was moving mm-hmm. on? I, th- I think he's a guy that's willing to, but I almost would think that I, I think he's good genu- PR move. I think he <laughs> I think he genuinely did that. I do too. I think he genuinely did that because I know Westbrook wants to win and make this team work, especially with the names that they have on this team. Mm-hmm. So I think he probably presented it to Ty Lue and made the PR move and announced it because he wants to win. Because this he knows that this Clippers team can do a lot in the playoffs if it clicks. Mm-hmm. He just realized that it's not clicking with him at the starting one pos- uh, position because he knows that in order for him to cook, he can't have a lot of other talent surrounding him, so he wants to try and control the bench. Yeah. So that's that's where I think he probably made the move himself. So I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. I also agree. I just say I mean uh, if he did it as a PR move, I appreciate it as a Russ fan club over here. But I mean, <laughs> it's just you know I feel like he is that guy. But you know, I just thought maybe as much uh, as we get on Russell, you never hear anybody analyst or even um, former player or player ever say that Russell is a terrible teammate. Yeah, Russell will sacrifice and will sacrifice like he you, always bro. has. Like I will sacrifice. Okay, here I'm not. I'll put me to the bench to get in order to this to get this to work. Because mm-hmm. I think Russell, PG, and and James have reached a point in their careers. It's like, yo, y'all need to win a championship. Yeah, 
it, that, that's kind of the last. Yeah, I mean, of, that's why they, they're kind of in that rush mode right now, and that's why Harden wanted to get out immediately, even though you know he might have had a better shot to win it here. But it's, it looked or well, maybe panic mode, you could say. All right, going towards the end of segment one here, two things will kind of wrap up into one. Bradley Beal, I mean, he was supposed to play like a week ago. Uh, he just has not played since, and Clay Thompson. Actually, can't even say since. Well, yeah, he did have that one game against. The Wait, Lakers. did he dress up? Oh, he did. Yeah, that one game. I, remember, I think I mean, that was the game. Uh, he cooked somebody by the free throw line. I can't remember who it was towards the end of the buzzer. Um, mm. I forget who it was. He cooked somebody. I can't remember, but played great. Looked like he was fine. Then out of nowhere, back on the injury report, same thing. Back issues as well. Uh, what's going on with you know his situation? I'll open it up to anybody, but also. The Suns are still winning games when it comes down to it. They're seven and six right now. Uh, is this kind of an injury where you want to, you know, you kind of want Beal to be back as soon as he can be back, or is this one where you say, hey, you know, take your time. You know, if you need a month, take a month. You know, we'll be all right with you without you here for as long as you're going. Well, I'll I'll start because I can kind of relate to it. Uh, quick quick thing, Ben Simmons had. Back problems, right? Yeah, yeah. so still does, still does. Uh, allegedly. Well, still, oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's going on for a little long. My thing is, is I I'm currently dealing with one because I was Whoa. recent. I was re- how, how old are you? I'm I'm 20. So <laughs> so are you not? He's not at age 30. Just, I was just in a car accident, so it, but I'm I'm good. But my thing is, is like they're taking like they're trying to take my time to make sure like I don't do anything like physical activity worthy at all. So I kind of understand where Bradley Beal's coming from. If this is like not that major, I understand taking your time with it. The Suns, they should be coached well enough um, and have the talent to do so to be winning games. They're seven and six currently with a five and five record, uh, or excuse me, a five and two record um, on on the road with two and four at home. But you can win at with this team that they have without Bradley Beal, just like last year. So what's the ETA for his back injury? It should. It was last week. Last yeah, week? I think they said like several games, so I'd probably say like two yeah. weeks. Because so my thing is, is like I'm not in pain. They have. Yeah. So if he's just not in pain, re-aggravate. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, it's it's literally the thing of reaggravating. And I know you can't. So. Fit, you can't guess what the back already predicted because the back is always that unknown body part, especially with the athletes. Yeah. That's always their get out of get out of playing free card in a way. Mm-hmm. But for their schedule, for I, like listen, I think they can still win without Bradley Bill. They've been winning a little bit. Uh, the record are better than their record. I think Bradley Bill could if Bradley Bill comes back, that completes that team and probably gets them really going. But if you're KD, it's like that, man. I just went through this in Brooklyn with all these injuries and my star players being yeah. out, mm-hmm. so I gotta go through it again. But in terms of the schedule, I mean, like, what Bradley Bill can come by, come back by the time Christmas hits, and they play Dallas, and yeah. they got a relatively easy schedule of game teams here. Mm-hmm. Portland, Golden State, Memphis, New York, Toronto, Denver, obviously tough. Memphis again, Golden State, Brooklyn, New York. Like it, you have a nice little stretch. Yeah, it's pretty. It's not bad for Phoenix, Washington. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, because oh, they can because they can win. They just haven't been. I mean, they're they're old game above five hundred, but they should be kind of. They should not be in the play in spot that they're in. They're currently in the AC in the West. If you look at the team that they lost to. You have the Lakers, understandable. The Spurs, they lost twice against the Spurs. Spurs have have won three games by the way. <laughs> Two of them, which is why, like, that's questionable. <laughs> yeah, Philly, okay. Mm-hmm. You lost against LA, Oklahoma, okay. 
Like the, only, they, the only question marks the Spurs. They yeah. did like have an impressive what, win against the Timberwolves, which and that's why they're on. Oh wait, also they street. had to go to OT with Chicago. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was rough. They they almost they played what three overtimes last night or was it two? I forget. But they it was like almost game of the year. Oh, double OT with yeah. Utah. Thank you very much for that. Yep. Yeah. It was like game of the year, honestly. So, so far, they're I'm going. St- they're going. Yeah, they're going to OT with these not I'm not st- even playoff contender teams at this. Point. And I'm starting to question. Okay, Frank Vogel, you got the job. Yeah. Your signature throughout your entire career has been defense. Y'all defense is trash. Yeah. Where's it at? <laughs> the defense is trash in Phoenix. Yeah. And, and I mean, they just don't have the players that have a good defense. Yeah, like exactly. it's it's exactly. rough, That's man. Insane, yeah. Like Booker's a very improved defender and honestly a pretty good one. And Kevin Durant is a pretty he's balanced. He, he can get a like he's in between. But they don't have like that role player that you know is going to buy in and play defense. And I almost think you know with Caruso, well, we'll get to the Bulls later. But Caruso, I'm about to say, yo, it's like there's Caruso is going to have a tough. Ad. I don't even know the Suns have enough assets to really get him. But like they just need one of those players. If it's not Caruso, maybe Delon Wright, like just someone to the essence that you can count on them to help get you some stops instead of your your best defender can't be Devin Booker, which he is a pretty good defender, but he's also has a massive you know like opportunity to pretty much he has the ball all the time i should say he's a man you know yeah he's got ball handler a lot of focus on his offensive game and (laughs) he can't be playing all out on both ends even though he does he can't he can't do that all the time you need someone who can give you full effort on defense as well i'm about to say i think the alice caruso is the best option unless you're going out to get zach levine or demar Rosa. but alice caruso obviously is the better defender up between the three of them So you got to pull something together, maybe a trade package, some assets, some draft picks, and let it go. That could be something to look forward to, you know, any moving trades when it comes down to it, trade deadline, some week in February. Can't remember the exact date. That's like like a week after the All-Star break, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Segment one just about wrapped up. Segment two will be up in just a little bit. Back on the N1 podcast, episode five here. Your two hosts, Aiden, Josh, and then joined by Doc and Jack Miller of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Now, moving on here, LeBron James. Last night, the Lakers play the Rockets. This game was in L.A. I always hate the Sunday night games when you also have Sun, because obviously. They're always good, too. Yeah, because obviously Sunday night football is king until that last game at the end of December, but or I guess it's January now, but either way, the Lakers last night went a good one against the Rockets, 105-104. to 104. Leading the way for the Rockets was Dylan Brooks, 24 points, two assists, one board, four steals on the day as well for Dylan Brooks. And then LeBron James, 37 points, six rebounds, eight assists. I mean, it, it, gets, it gets greater and greater, man. Uh, you know, watching... LeBron do what he does here. Mm-hmm. Another night where he says, all right, you know, AD's kind of helping me out here, but not really helping me out that much. Seems like i got to have another one of those games where I just put it on my back, and that's exactly what he did. They're able to get the win for you guys now. I mean, he's 38 years old. Dog. Uh, <laughs> Dog. I mean. He's averaging 26 26- Wings. It'd be different if he was having games like this where he has 37 and then out of nowhere he has a game where he has like 12 
or something mm-hmm. like that. But he's not doing that. He's staying consistent, which he's been consistent for. I think it's ever? safe to say all, of it. all ever <laughs> since, of his since career. he debuted. But I mean, thirty-seven points for him in a game that some people would think as you know not important or anything like that. Or this is a Rockets team that you know started off the year fairly well. Lakers get a, I would say, you know, not a signature win, but a win that they'll be able to look back at and say, hey, I mean, because well, actually, let's bring in everybody for this. Like, you take a look at their starting five. I mean. What in the world was di- <laughs> this? Is <laughs> they're starting five besides AD and Bron? Like it's just all right. What were you guys out there doing? Cam Reddish, thirty nine <laughs> minutes, seven points. Yeah, he had three steals. That's cool. Uh, D'Lo, oh my god, <laughs> you can you cannot trust D'Lo. I'm sorry. <laughs> twenty four points, four <laughs> points. Or excuse me, twenty four minutes, four points, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, Torian Prince. Two mi- two points, twenty four minutes. Uh, I mean, I guess at least Rui off the bench had eleven, and Austin Reeves came off the bench. Which I'm, does somebody know when they made that move to have him come off? Uh, the bench? They did it after like game two. They did it pretty early, oh, which is okay. which is weird. But I guess they you know want to balance it. But it's just weird that the third and fourth best players are on the bench. Now something now, to kind of form all this into a question, kind of something that a lot of people do nowadays is hate. You know, mm-hmm. people people love to hate. LeBron James is 38 years old doing what he's doing right now. For you guys, is there even a, you know, a time where you say, all right, I think by the time he gets to this <laughs> point, uh, we should start relaxing a little bit. By that point, he'll be too old. His age will have caught up by him at that point. For you guys, because for me, I couldn't tell you right now. And within the next two years, I can't see him slowing down at all, especially the amount of money he puts into his body. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I don't think anybody is ever going to reach the level of greatness that LeBron is at right now, and I don't see him slowing down. Yeah, LeBron, it's it's wild how every year he just gets better no matter what. And he he just keeps improving his game. He keeps improving his body. And at 38, he shouldn't be putting up these numbers just that's just how age works but he's a, a superhuman at this point in the game of basketball putting up 37 points eight assists six rebounds and just putting the, the team on his back to be a struggling road team the rockets are but still uh, the fact that he was still able to put up these kind of numbers at the staples center in still in great condition and the crypt now uh, uh and also shots <laughs> hold up shot <laughs> 70 shot 73 percent from the field 40 percent from the oh three-point line i didn't even know that oh. i <laughs> at some point i that's why i posed the question <laughs> in like quote-unquote mask when will lebron hit the james hit the cliff i don't think it's ever gonna happen i think lebron james will retire as one of the greatest like mm-hmm. older players in the history of nba like if you look at jordan 38 versus lebron 38 there's a massive dip from obviously oh, yeah. Isaac dip. If you look at Paul Pierce 38 to LeBron James 38, yeah. Paul Pierce wasn't even seeing the the the, the, the floor to the last two seconds. Yeah. KG 38 to LeBron 30. Any 38 players not doing this. Mm-hmm. He averaged 30 last year. Could have been an MVP candidate. He might be on his way to averaging 30 this year. Arguing commit, he's like the third option on the team. And I'm still doing this at this high of a level for year. What we are we in? 21 for him? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 21. I was like, yo, I at some point you the hate gotta go away and you just gotta sit back and I was like, yo, dog, we never seeing this again. Ever. 
Yeah, because if you if you hate now, look, you'll regret it later. And I think that's that's one thing I kind of realized with Steph Curry is I maybe as a I was a LeBron fan, so you know Steph. Yeah. At the, in the beginning that ages, was, that he, was he wasn't my favorite. That was the op. <laughs> yeah. But but now I'm a, I'm a big Steph fan. And look, LeBron though, will he ever slow down? No. It, it, the only person that's going to slow him down is the retirement that he is probably eventually going to decide that. You know, enough's enough because if he keeps going out there year after year, I just I can't see a world where LeBron James is averaging like less than twenty points a game, and I don't think that world really exists. I really like. I don't understand how they won this game. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, this guy's still looking at the starters. Christian Wood was muddled eighteen minutes. <laughs> now, nah, brother, Torian Prince one for eleven took me out. I go. I thought that said yeah. like one for two at first. Christian Wood eighteen minutes. The only stat he has is two rebounds <laughs> yeah. and three fouls. Like I, I just don't. LeBron really don't does. Like, well, also, let's game. give credit for credit due with Anthony Davis because Anthony yeah, Davis has yeah, also yeah, been yeah. playing well. He yeah. finished with twenty seven, obviously eleven fifteen. So he's been playing like the. The finally, the number one option, the superstar that LeBron wants him to be. But I agree with you. Like, D'Angelo Russell, four points. Like, <laughs> how you play 25 minutes only get four points? Yeah. Especially when you're being guarded by the Jalen Greens. And the, and Fred Van Fleet's a solid defender, but he's still pretty undersized. So, even, like, D'Angelo Russell's bigger than him. Like, it's just... It was literally the LeBron James and Anthony Davis show last night. And Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is 17. He's playing. He like, had the big shot, too. The, yeah. The pretty much won him the game. A little deep for him, too. I was yeah, I know. I was, like, I was like, oh. I was like, you got five seconds, but you can take a dribble in. I woke up today and saw the clip. I was like, oh, all right, Austin. I didn't know you had the type of range in your Yeah. Like that. But, all right, moving on to the next part here of segment two. Moving on to a team we do not hesitate to call a certain name here on this podcast uh the team that is quite literally the definition of mid when it comes down to it the chicago bulls <laughs> calling them out i mean oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh man yeah. i mean it's, it's honestly a compliment to them to call them mid i ain't gonna lie yeah, that's, true. that's exactly what they are i mean now they're five and nine i was i will say though are we still coached by billy donovan yeah, yeah. yes yeah why? yeah <laughs> And it seems like finally we've gotten to the point in this whole, you know, roster era that they've had, you know, with uh, DeRozan and Levine. Finally, seems like we've gotten to the point where it's finally time to start looking in other direct directions. And it seems like they've taken that leap with Zach Levine. They're saying that he's uh, available to the market. And so, mm. you know, teams are, you know, looking here, seeing, you know, all right, does he fit with us? How, how much money do we need to take in if we, you know, were to take him in on this contract? But I will say, uh, I would love to see Zach Levine just not in the Bulls uniform. Just, I want to uh, see, I don't want to see Zach Levine, there. DeMar DeRozan, or Alex Caruso in Bulls uniform. I'll go with that for Lonzo in the Bulls uniform. That, oh, he had another one. That, that's a personal one. Yeah. He another one. I always want to free Patrick Williams while we're at it, bro. Like, they don't really let <laughs> uh, him want no, him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't keeping. I feel like we can keep going with who we don't want to see in the Bulls uniform. But Zach Levine, I think, yeah, like you said, it's time for him. Free Drummond. I think it's over. Yeah. Free <laughs> That's my dog, bro. He don't belong there. <laughs> Hit him back in Philly. Gunshot for Drummond. But I think the time, I think the Bulls, this little project that they had, this little experiment, it's, it's a failure. It does. It didn't work. Zach Levine, obviously, is probably going to be on his way out the door later this season before the trailing, the trade deadline. Where he goes, I don't know. I think DeMar DeRozan looks trying to, wants to go to L.A., probably join up with LeBron or one of the other L.A. teams because he's from the L.A. area. 
Alice Caruso might be heading on out his way. I, the Bulls need a rebuild. I think it's time to just clean house, get draft picks, tank a season, tank a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. and just re- go like really build from the ground up again. Like fire Billy Donovan. It's, it's clean house, clean house. He went straight from I think he was a straight move from OKC mm-hmm. to yes. Chicago. Because yeah. right. he coached um, who he coached for in college. Uh, he, he he coached the uh, Gators. Gators. I, yeah. I feel like it was the Florida team because they named their stadium. That team was special. <laughs> they named their whole stadium after him too. It wasn't that bad in OKC until I think after Russell left. Yeah, nah. He was. I mean, okay. again, coaches kind of don't get me started when Poku was starting. <laughs> like, coaches, coaches. Where is he at? He's still he's on, still the, on team. the team. He's still oh, on the wow. team. He's still on coaches, the team. Coaches, coaches honestly get <laughs> washed more than players. Like I, I oh, I've kind of oh, seen it in my own oh, eyes. I love that. I love that. Because coaches, they aren't really. They don't. Some of them have egos, and they don't really adjust to the new game, like the new era. Because the game's always is one of the quickest moving games ever yeah. is in the NBA every year I, to year. I they don't heard, adjust. I don't have never heard someone say that. I love that coaches get more washed than players. Right. I, I I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely. I mean, agree look with at that. Ty Ty Lue is like maybe the best coach in the NBA in twenty twenty one. Twenty yeah, twenty like that year when Paul uh, McCawai went down the playoff run, like he was for the last couple. He years, was adjusting. It felt like he was a step ahead of everybody else. But yeah, for the now last he's a couple years, Ty was the best coach, and now it feels like he's hit the wall where it's like, okay, he's struggling. Billy Donovan obviously is not working out in Chicago. Jury's still out. What Tom Thibodeau's going to do in New York? Mm. So it's oh Doc Rivers in the sixes. You could speak. Y'all could speak on that. Yeah, I mean, they just don't adjust the new game and. <laughs> just using Doc Rivers as an example, like the spacing, he doesn't like really believe in. It, like if you watch, if you watch a 2010, <laughs> if you watch a Paul Pierce pin down post up versus a Joel Embiid post up, like 12 years later, it, the spacing looks the same. Like it's almost, it's just, it's just is crazy. Is it that, or is it that they don't know how to communicate with? If like it could be like dumb coaching, or it could be mm-hmm. like they don't know how to communicate with this new generation. Yeah, honestly, sometimes you, you are, might be right there. There it are coaches. That feel like I feel like Mark Jackson should be a head coach. Also, because the old NBA, you kind of did rely on a lot of players more than coaching. Yeah, like I feel like Mark Jackson should be a coach in the NBA. I feel like Aria Johnson should be a head coach in the NBA. Stan Van Gundy's a borderline should be coach in the NBA. Like there are coaches who are not in the NBA for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I agree. The I will say there's definitely a couple, you know, that I'm like. I won't even remember their coach, and then I'll see, I'll be watching one of the games for gambling reasons on uh, <laughs> on NBA League Pass, and I'll be like, oh yeah, he's their coach. Oh, I forgot about that guy. There's a lot of them. Who's Honestly, the example? Yeah. I'm curious. Um, for me, usually when it comes down to it, Chauncey Billups. Wait, Chauncey Billups was coach. Yeah. He's Blazers. Yeah, Every, I forgot. I always forget it because Honestly. they're so bad. It's just like oh, sweat. but it's not even Why? his fault either. It's just he doesn't even have. Talent, yeah, like the school, don't get me started on school. I'm afraid. Like, I'm afraid Monty Williams might become one of those coaches, dude. See, I'm gonna because I, I, I already I forgot, forgot he was the year. Detroit first year slide. Detroit is not looking year good. Detroit slide. It, yeah. it, if they start off nice Dwayne and now Casey like two did. years ago, oh man. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, wasn't he? He was starting to take it off. He track. was Gerano and he yeah, was uh, he Detroit. Coach of the year. Yeah, and then, then they fired yeah, him. And then they fired him. Yeah. But Nick Nurse, I mean, it was the best. Dude, that offseason, they were cooking. I mean, they played with fire, but oh, they, yeah. they, 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 you back. want to talk about every putting all your chips on a poker table? Dwayne Casey, man. I, he used to be the Sixers kryptonite, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember Tom Thibodeau, Chicago, Minnesota, and then he got fired after that, came yeah. back with New York, won coach of the year. Now we thought about bump getting rid of him. 
Wow. Mm. Sheesh. I, I always love taking you know memory trip down there. Memory. What is it? Memory lane. Yeah. yeah. Trip down memory lane. Yeah. All those players and that type of stuff. <laughs> Dwayne K. That's a name I didn't. I haven't heard I'd that one in a long today. time. Wow. He's still coaching. I think the, I think the Pistons fired him, and then uh, yeah, because that's when they brought in um, Monty. Are you checking? Yeah, we gotta take a look before we go on. To <laughs> I might be. Part. I think he might be a G League coach. You know, I'm. <sighs> what happened? Google, that's Googleable. That's Googleable. <laughs> So what happened to uh, what happened to the game? I love it. Was, it just says most recently served yeah. as head coach of the Pistons. So, uh, oh, he's actually no, he's with the front office uh, with the who? Pistons. He's with the front uh, office. So with he, the he Pistons. this is why I wanted the Sixers to do with Doc Rivers, just like politely fire him, just give him like a front office role, uh, whatever. He's like you basketball call operations. Yeah, front he's probably he's probably like some sort of scout or I don't know. I'm about to say like basketball operations. I'm like oh, scout, I can see. Yeah, yeah. I was, but all right. Just wasn't expecting to hear that name today. Dwayne Casey, another, you know, late teens in the 2000s, good coaching when it comes down to it. One of the guys that'll be forgotten when it comes down to it, but still a good name to hear. All right, moving on to the next part of segment two as we start to wrap things up here. The last thing we touch on before we go over tonight's picks. Uh, Chet and SGA in OKC, Josh. They have been an interesting duo this season so far. I got to say, me personally... They might be the best duo in the league. I, I may have been right. doing this. Yeah. Uh, all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, top five. Top five. Yeah, yeah, top, top five. five. Yeah, top yeah. five. For, to, for this season, uh, I'll, I'll give you the floor in a second, but for this season, I'll definitely say yeah, they're top five because they've been putting up some spectacular numbers recently. Yo, dog, they played Portland, blew them out 134-91. I mean, I'm looking at, like, look, I'm looking at uh, Chet's stats, like, Chad finished like with 16. Oh, when they played Golden State, he finished with 36. On average, in the last five games, he's clutch three, too. Clutch three. He's got, he's got 18, 7, and 2, averaging about two blocks a game, shooting 58% from the field, 40% from the three. And don't get me started with Shy, who's an MVP candidate, averaging about 30, 29.6. You know, screw that. That's 30. He's averaging about 30 this season, six, six boards and five assists. Yo, OKC duo. I know I said they would not. They might be the best duo. Even though this cap, they are one of. They will be a best duo in the next five years. And it, mm-hmm. it kind of helps too that when they play a team like they played last night against the Trailblazers. Also, uh, Shark Shafin for forty in that Golden State game. Yeah, that was that was a great. Honestly, I'd say that because I did watch the ten minute condensed version of that game. I'd say that That's was far. one of the. Better OKC games I've seen in the past four. Tell me about it. Four, five. When I when I'm watching when I'm watching an OKC oh, yeah, game. Oh yeah, When I'm watching an OKC game and I see a New Orleans Pelicans player launch a full court shot and drain it for the win, <laughs> there's tears rolling down my eyes. So. Oh, man. Why I mean, me? I can believe there's it. certain calls in NBA history that I would rather not relive again. So. Hey, I got the Roy Hibbert block on Melo. Yeah, I oh, watched man. that Steph Curry game. Y'all complaining? Look at me in over here, bro. <laughs> I'm about to say, I know it never y'all, ends. y'all got the shot from Kawhi. So for Sixers fans, like they they hate that. Yeah. That's like I got like three. Like there's three. There's a well, there's the Curry with the first like 
double oh, no, bang. Oh, the bang bang? Yeah, yeah. The first no, double the bang, bang. bang. Then there's Lillard and... Uh, yeah, you oh, have, yeah. oh, Damien. <laughs> you have yeah. the shot, though, with Lillard, because that's the yeah, shot. The wave goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yo. Exactly. That, that was wrong. I'm sorry, bro. There was the... <laughs> there was the you there act was, like Kawhi's bad. I relived that. Dude, Kawhi so much, is maybe the worst shot to ever happen to any fan. Dave sent us home, too. I don't know how That was game get, five, though. You, were, you guys were cooked no, no matter what. That was game seven yeah. against Philly, yeah. and it was a triple bounce. And, like, everybody at the edge of the thinking that thing about to fall off the rim. Yeah. And then it falls right in. It's like... Yeah. Only, never, me. only me, bro. Only, only never me. Seen, never seen... never seen 3-1 lead in the playoffs? Never seen Kawhi Leonard more happier than that <laughs> shot. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen him show more emotion than when he made that shot. I never seen myself show more emotion when and that, that was, shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the because that, that was the famous Joel and B cry, which everybody understand yeah. it. But he wasn't yet. the only one that night. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. the only one. Like that, that might be the worst shot, yeah. like in, in NBA history, in terms of being a Sixers yeah. fan. Like, yeah. like Mellow Block is up there with me because I had to, I had to see that on Sports Center throughout an entire playoff mm-hmm. run. And they kept showing it like, oh, my God, this is one of the greatest blocks we've ever seen. I'm like, the dog is seven foot, dog. Yeah. What y'all want him to do? <laughs> he was special. <laughs> but uh, on the back to, like, the SGA, Chet talk. I mean, like, Chet's already a top defender in the NBA. Same thing with uh, Weminyama, which is just kind of crazy. Two rookies kind of already dominant forces on def- the defensive end. And then, you know, SGA already, again, he was one of the best scorers. I think he was, what, second last year in scoring, and he's efficient with it. Um, mid range, yeah, yeah, mid range assassin. Um, he finds a way to get inside and and he finishes well. And Chet, I mean, Chet's like he's good off the dribble, which is kind of maybe one of the not, not surprising because he was good off the dribble in college at Gonzaga, but like he's genuinely been putting pressure on defense off the dribble and making shots with the dribble, fadeaways off the dribble, pull-ups off the dribble. And then obviously we saw that three, which I always catch off the catch. But still, like, he he, he can play off-ball, on-ball, and he's one of the best defenders. And then, you know, we already know what SGA is. But for Chet to be this good, especially after being doubted, because my favorite Chet moment, when I became a fan of Chet, I'm not, like, going crazy over Chet Holmgren, but when he said, when he was asked who his favorite NBA player was and he said me in three months, I became a fan. Oh, yeah. You know, I got it. warmed my heart. I I became a fan. I became a fan. That was a bar. Yeah. Glad to see that he's succeeding on the level kind of that he's succeeding. Now, I will say uh, last night, because I was watching a little bit of their game, you know, it helps for a team that when you have a team that young, to the point where you have game last night against the Trailblazers to the where, I mean, the Trailblazers are... First of all, Trailblazers already weren't good, plus they're also killed with injuries right now. So, like, Skylar Mays was their starting shooting guard yesterday. Seems like uh, Aiden don't want to be there. Blue Coats Goat, man. Man, <laughs> he, I don't know what's going on with Aiden. He, he's got he's got his own... He, he, that's something I think we need to revisit in February. If he's still playing like this, then things, I, conversations I, need to be had about... Getting who rid- he is as a I mean, player. Getting, no, getting rid of get him. It. Yeah, it's like what you said. Who he is? You as can't a player. get rid of him. You, that's how bad he's playing right now. And I'll give him a couple months. You know, it's it's not the best situation for him. But like, you man, wanted out in Phoenix. Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you want? And wasn't he happy on media day that he got a new opportunity? Yeah. And now he's like not even hustling for loose balls. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's honestly you don't like, want to be disgusted as that'll a, also as a happen though when you have a three and ten record. And Don't you remember Blake Griffin Detroit Pistons days? Mm. He didn't, oh man! Oh yeah, he didn't do. Any, oh my gosh! <laughs> I I think like when you play in a terrible team and not only that a terrible market like Portland, mm-hmm. it, you just want to get out of there quick as fast in a hurry. I mean, Blake Griffin led that Pistons team to a, 
the last playoff appearance. Yeah, that, that <laughs> so, it ain't got it, hurt. It didn't start that way, though, for him. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's why his career got ruined because yeah. he led them to the playoffs and because he played every game hurt and then yeah. he ended up good recovery. He never recovered. Mm-mm. All right. That just about wraps up segment two here. Now, moving on to the last part of today's show, tonight's picks. We've got a decent NBA slate. Seems like I'll have the. Uh, Laptop running adjacent to uh, the monitor with the Eagles game today, but uh, oh, seeing a, wild, yeah, a lot of games today though eight eight of them and I will say there's a couple there you're like all right yeah give me them give me them but could be a couple later on good ones down the line so we'll start out here with uh, Josh well actually we'll start with you and we'll go I think that's counterclockwise to you Doc is that no, no it's, it's clockwise, clockwise. It's clockwise. at least in my eyes I'm not, I'm not, not a math major or any well, of that for a reason. Um, Actually, no. It, it is counterclockwise. It is counterclockwise to my side. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. All right, all right. Let's get to these. Whatever that game I love, man. All right. First game of the day Milwaukee taking on Washington. It seems like everybody will be, or at least for the most part, relatively healthy for this game here. Milwaukee. Uh, just giving a <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee. Quick, yeah, Jordan Poole don't want to be there, and they Next. don't want him. <laughs> Unless <laughs> yeah. you tell me Ruby Rose and actually not take that back. Ruby, yeah, he, he, didn't played even, bad. he didn't even hoop. He didn't even hoop. <laughs> he played bad for Ruby Rose, so that's it. It's over. It's it's over. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> Time to have a dialogue. <laughs> All right. The Celtics and the Hornets. A uh, couple injury things real quick. No Al Horford. No Derek White. For the Celtics, no Terry Rozier. Um, I almost said no Frank Nidalekina, like that would have mattered or something for the Hornets. But uh, for the Celtics, no Al Horford, uh, no. Oh my bad, I didn't give you guys the rest of you guys your picks. Uh, oh Bucks, <laughs> yeah. I think we all know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said, I said next game. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, 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 next. I mean, all right, no, I didn't uh, have to say anything. Celtics so. and Hornets, though Horford and White are out. Josh, Celtics and Hornets. Who's out? Horford and uh, Derek White. I'm still taking the Celtics. Mm, I'll take Celtics, but I think uh, Lamelo Ball is on a special run right now. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm a, I'll, I'll, I I'll mean, be, I'll be the Charlotte got him. homeboy back who I thought was out of the league. Yeah, Bridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you see Eric Collins call. <laughs> it's I, like in a dunk by Bridges. <laughs> I didn't it was see so. That. It was now nah, you got to see it after this because you know how hype he gets. Yeah. Lamelo oh, a yeah, lob, yeah. and it was it was one of those like you know he gets excited. He was like, and back-to-back dunks by Bridges. Now, I, I will say. They gave him a standing no fix. Yeah, that's I, what I, 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 was, I was. I had very mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Wow. I was like, when okay. When I saw that, I was like, all right, are we serious right now? Uh, they gave him, like, he, that was like, like a retirement. Like, he came back from a deadly injury. You thought that man <laughs> broke his leg. I said, that was, wait, that was is bad. that dude right? Yeah, that's. Uh, it makes you think, like, oh, maybe he didn't even do anything. I mean, uh, all right, but let's relax there. No, nah, that's not. Let's. We ain't trying to get canceled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Charlotte though. Honestly, I'll be the odd one out. I'm not gonna lie. I think I might have to hop on that wave. Yeah, Celtics best player and Derek White's out. <laughs> um, uh, you're right. Lamelo La is on a run right now, and yeah. also the game that Brandon Mal- Miller's starting to click a little bit too. Yeah, is he back? Because I remember. He yeah, yeah, he had back. a twenty-seven uh, against the Knicks or something. Yeah, he's getting. Yeah. Bridges was cooking his last game, even though it was his first mm, game. Yeah, but he was. They're getting a groove. They're getting a little groove. Yeah, there won't be a playoff. I game, mean, they but, bit, yeah. they want they've lost what four in a row now. I'll so. tell you this: they might be a barely make it in playing team. 
like ten seed. But the way the East is, I mean, you never I don't know. know. I you don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I mean the Hawks, they're six. Because I feel six. like the Nets, Hawks six and seven. I feel like the Hawks are going to find a way to sneak into the play-in, like always. Oh yeah, they always will, but they won't. I mean, yeah, when you have teams like the Raptors and the Bulls, Wizards and the Pistons, also like in the bottom five, anything can happen. Who who that, makes the play? The East is relatively weak. Yeah, compared to the West, I mean the bottom. West teams are the Warriors, Clippers, Jazz, and Grizzlies who all, right. all can pick it up. So. What's the next game we got? Nuggets and Pistons. Nuggets. Nuggets. In, 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 <laughs> in Detroit. Nuggets. Don't matter. In Don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the Nuggets too as well. I'll be uh, taking a look at Jokic rebounds numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Gambling purposes? Um, mm, I think fantasy he, purposes. he might get 18. <laughs> <laughs> Those he, bricks are going to be launched. The Heat <laughs> and the Bulls. No Tyler Hero for Ooh. the Heat. Um, yeah, that Hero injury is hurting mm, them at this point. I might go Chicago on this yeah, one. Yeah, they're so mid that they can't lose. They can't <laughs> tank, so I'll go Chicago. Yeah, It's another rematch from yeah. a few nights ago. Um, I don't think the Bulls are going to win two in a row against Miami, so I'm going to take Miami on the road again. Was that first game against Miami uh, on – yeah, I was home for that, my, Chicago, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a home and home. Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Chicago. And that's what I'm saying. Give Chicago. Really? Yeah, yeah, give me the Bulls. I think I think Miami's going to at least be a good take game. one. I don't think Miami's going to fall two to the 95-93 finish, and someone hits a, like some one of their bench yeah. players hits a big shot. Uh, uh, 90-95, Jimmy having about twenty five of those ninety <laughs> for Miami. So <laughs> Nicole Vucevic seven for twenty one. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go to the next game. <laughs> next game. Next game. <laughs> All right. Um the Knicks and Timberwolves, eight o'clock tip off in uh Minnesota. This is tough. I might go Timberwolves. Uh, the way Cat been playing, Ant playing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Knicks are playing well. I'm big Timberwolves guy. I picked them to be the third seed, I think. Or no. I picked the Pelicans to be the third seed. But I like the Timberwolves a lot, but I think the Knicks uh I think this uh, might be kinda on fire. This might be an audition for Cat if you want to play in New yeah, York. Yeah, so. that's what I was about to say. I was like I mean, the, I mean, both teams they play well in the way that they are. So, like the Timberwolves, they they're five and zero at home. The Knicks are better on the road. Yeah. So this is gonna be a really good matchup. But I still think the Timberwolves come away with win number ten. Yeah, I'm saying give me the Timberwolves. Uh, just who would have thought they're a sneaky good right now. Mm-hmm. Where, they are where they are. Which is right weird. Now. They don't, I don't like their fit at all. Still. I'm actually I don't like, like the fit either. But, but I'm I love and somebody's still getting traded. I, I don't like yeah. no. I don't like their defense and number one together. Still, I, I don't like Quack Cat yeah, and Gobert yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, I know that's the it fit wrong with me. But I'm curious now since the show cold, how's everybody <laughs> going to react? How they going? We're play together. Yeah, I probably somebody point. got cussed out in that locker room yeah. by Gobert. Oh I, man, he cussing people out in French. Um, another eight o'clock tip off the Kings and Pelicans. This, this one, won't be a good one. Yeah, this could be an interesting mm. one. Uh, I'm gonna go Kings though. Give me the Pelicans. Give me the Pelicans. I like the Pelicans. I like the way Zion's getting getting his get back right now. He is, but I like the way Darren Fox is playing. Sabonis, Sabonis has been, been looking well. good. Sabonis uh, like a Jokic Jr. Yeah, Jokic Jr. is correct. But uh, what's the other homeboy who they had a great game? I think I watched. I don't know who they played. Uh, what team? Kings. I think yeah, the Kings. What was the homeboy? He had like like a nine or eleven threes in a quarter or something like that. Wasn't Keegan Murray or well, might have been Murray? I I, I didn't really Kevin Herter, maybe Herter. Yeah, actually was it was Herter? It yeah. was Herter. Herter yeah. He was he was shooting. At, yeah, he was letting that drone fly, and I was like, yo, they are balling now. They got De'Aaron Fox. It was actually De'Aaron Fox first game back. That was the, that was oh the game. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a yeah. I think that was the Lakers game. No, it was the Cavs. Oh, Cavs game. Yeah, yeah. I remember now because I was watching that on League Pass. Yeah. 
All right, two more games here. The Clippers and the Spurs. This one's in San Antonio. Um, honestly. Oh, my God. I, I guess. <laughs> give me the Clippers, I guess. He yeah. said that like Mark Mark from RDC, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I think that the Clippers will have problems with Victor Wimby. at the rim. Yeah. And just him on offensively as well. So I honestly might yeah. take the Spurs here. I, is, I got the Spurs as it well. It always it's when, Wimby, it's Wimby. always confuses me like how he starts the game. Like if he starts off hot, all right, we're going to be in for yeah. something. He starts off slow. He's struggling in the full quarter, and it's like – <sighs> give me the Spurs, though. I'll give me the Spurs. Yeah. Dang. Nobody, nobody on the Clippers it, wave? Yeah. You can't, man, at this point. <laughs> All right. And then the last game of the night, the Rockets and Warriors battle of the six win teams. Also, uh, a Mr. Um, Dylan Brooks changed his IG to the villain. Ooh. Oh. So, okay. Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> I respect it. Here's, here's the thing, though. I mean, this is going to be a weird matchup because the Rockets haven't won a game on the road. Uh, they've won all six of their games at home, and the Warriors have only won one game at well, home. So. Dr- Draymond's is still suspended. Is Steph playing this game? He is. I think mm. I have Houston. That's if I'm Steph is, go I, I might go with the Warriors because Steph go playing. Warriors, yeah. I don't I, trust Clay right now. I think he's cooked. I, he think the, I think it's over for Steph. I mean, not Steph. I think it's over for that trio after this season because I, I cannot see Clay being I just I just don't see the Rockets playing. Well enough defense against Steph Curry with their guards and Sengun being back in the paint, so I'll take the Warriors. Sengun, he's been uh, he's been balling for yeah, sure. He, he's their go to guy now. Yeah, maybe you still watched the game last night. He Fred Fred he's had like three straight layups uh, before the Reeves uh, is big shot. Fred Van Vliet is great. Too. I mean, Fred Van, even Dylan Brooks has been playing better this year. I didn't know that. I think yeah. the, the problem with he them is really just, well. just, just been Jalen Green, very underlooked. As a really solid point guard, well, Fred Van Vliet. Like Houston's got a like little nice little project going down, going on down there. So, which, which I will say, it's been better than I thought it'd be. Exactly. To start out. Exactly. So, Me too. So, got to give him their props. Give credit to Eme. He said he ain't want James Harden. Now he died. This is why. I, I I will say, like I really thought for sure. Dang, honestly, I think we may be at the point. There may be no more AAU teams left in the league. You know, the Rockets and the Hornets were for sure just garbage AAU teams, but <laughs> what happened in the game I love? We may not be at that point. Yo, anymore. you don't stop saying that. <laughs> we may not Pistons be. Pistons is probably right there. Mm, yeah, except they got a real head coach. They need, like, nowadays. shooters, though, to so, be an AAU team. Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> but how, but how, do you, how are you a real head coach if you only got two wins in, like, the first 10 games of the season? I have no clue. Not even, like, 12 because games of the season. his team is quite literally Jalen Duran. Cade Cunningham. The defense Thompson will play and Cade Cunningham's offense. It's pretty much the entire That's team. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah after that, uh, it gets. They really need good. a lot in Detroit. All right, though. But that just about wraps up our episode five here on this November 20th. Thank you all for tuning in. And as Derek will say in just a little bit, you can listen in wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's Apple. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever that is. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be back next Monday. You've been listening to And One with your host, Aiden Butler and Josh Counts. You can find And One and every Rowan Radio podcast by searching Rowan Radio On Demand Sports wherever you find your favorite podcasts.